Legends, Folklore, and History of New England. A podcast for kids, by kids. Happy Thursday, and welcome to Episode 4 of Legends, Folklore, and History of New England. I'm Bridget. And I'm Molly. So this week we are going to share a Native American legend. New England has rich Native American history, which hasn't always been so kind to the original people of this land. In fact, it's a pretty horrible and bloody story once the pilgrims started arriving. But the local tribes have beautiful and vibrant legends that we feel are important to share with our art audience. There are a ton of legends out there, and we plan to share one every few weeks or so. Today we're looking at a legend common amongst the Wampanoag and Mohegan people. They are coastal tribes that are from areas known as Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. This legend is called Moshup's Rock. In many Native American cultures, balance is critical. Moshup the giant rules over the great beings. He marries Granny Squanet, the leader of the forest little people. Both Moshup and Granny Squanet have power over nature. Wait, if Moshup's a giant and Granny Squanet, uh, the forest little people leader? Yes. Um, I'm kind of confused. Okay, so either... <laughs> I get it now. So, Moshup is super tall, okay. and Granny Squanet is super short. But you need the balance, so they kind of have to work together to get balance into the world. Except, how did they get married? We will be doing an episode on the forest little people in the future. Before we share the legend of Moshup's rock, we want to give you a little background on Moshup. So I'm going to read The Legend of Moshup the Giant by Deborah Chaplin. This seems to be the most popular one. It's the one in all the museums in the area use. Moshup was an Indian giant who once lived on the mainland of Massachusetts before European settlers came. He had lived both on Cape Cod and Martha's Vineyard, but decided to settle on Martha's Vineyard. He loved to sit on the top of the hill in the vineyard near Gay Head. You can still see where his grand seat was in the crater above the cliffs. Moshup loved to eat whale. He would catch the whale with his hands and cook the meat over a gigantic fire. He started his fires by ripping the trees surrounding him out of the ground. Because he did so much of that, there are barely any trees left today in Gay Head. Moshup would throw stones into the water to step on in order to catch the whales. That is how the rocks between Cuddyhunk and the mainland, referred to as Devil's Bridge, came about. Moshup loved his brothers and sisters who lived nearby and would share his whale meat with them. One year he fed them so well that in appreciation they gather up all the tobacco. Moshup smoked all the tobacco Barely enough for a man his size in his great pipe. When he was finished, he dumped the ashes into the water, and the island of Nantucket was born. That must have been a very, very 
big pipe for the <laughs> island of Nantucket to be born. Yeah. One day, Mosshoop warned his brothers that a new breed of man, one with fairer skin, would soon come to their land. Mosshoop told them that if they let these new men to their shores, the Indians would live no more. Mosshoop left them with this warning, slipping away into the choppy waters off the bay. Soon, the Europeans landed near the place where Mosshoop had laid his head. The Indians greeted them as friends, and Mosshoop hasn't been seen since. If you have ever traveled around New England, you have seen it is very rocky in spots. Well, this can be explained by Mosshoop. There are a few different versions of the legend. In one, Mosshoop was attempting to build a bridge between Martha's Vineyard, an island off Ma- Massachusetts coast, and the mainland when a bit crab bit his big toe. In pain, he stomped around, leaving his giant footprints imprinted in all the rocks around the area. Do you think it was a giant crab? Because I think he would barely feel a regular-sized crab. I'm not sure, but that's a good point. Apparently, Mosshoop has quite a temper, like you, Molly. Hey! Once Mosshoop got so mad that his feet turned fiery red and he stomped all around, making all the dips in the rocks. He also threw a temper tantrum and threw giant boulders all over, hence the giant rock formations in Connecticut. But no matter the legend, Mosshoop Rock was formed during one of these stomping fits. Christian missionaries changed the name of the rock formation to Devil's Footprint, which is what it is more commonly known as now. This sacred site is located among the rocks and trees in Uncasville, Connecticut. I like Mosshoop's rock better. Let's bring it back. Well, that's kind of the point. The point of this podcast, right? Also, if you are in Uncasville, there is a museum there called the Pequot Museum. You would have to check their COVID hours, but we have been a few times pre-COVID, and it was a really cool experience. You can learn a lot more about the tribes native to the area, and there are a lot of hands-on experiences. Okay, story time. So, on a field trip once, I went to the Pequot Museum, and there was like a, like, there's like an elevator that takes you down, and it's like a walking tour in this little secluded area that they built to look like the Pequot villages. Was that for school? Yeah, it was for school. Because we were learning about uh, Pequots. I did not know that. Either fifth or fourth. I think it was fourth. Okay. Anyways, plus, there's a cool elevator that takes you back in time. And the way they did it is really neat. You have to go see it. Yes, a lot of schools in this area take field trips. There, when the fourth graders are studying Native American history, like you, Bridget. Yep. Except now you're in sixth grade, not in fourth grade. So there are tales all over New England of the devil's footprints. It seems like almost every state has their own version, but they all stem from the same story about a girl running away from the devil, and his footprints are the ones left in the rocks. Ooh. In some, the girl is from a local tribe, and in others, she's a settler. In Sutton, Mass., you can visit the Purgatory Chasm. It's a rocky hiking spot, but it's home to its own set of devil's footprints and tight rock formations. 
you can squeeze through while hiking. Supposedly, the girl escaped when the devil became stuck in one of the narrow ledges. In North Kingston, Rhode Island, there's a large granite ledge known as the Devil's Foot Rock. You can go visit in Quonset. It's crazy. It actually looks like there's footprints in the ledge. In New Hampshire, you can find them in the rocks along Sandwich Notch Road in Sandwich, New Hampshire. And in Maine, next to the Meeting House in North Manchester, there is a cemetery surrounded by a wall with a strange rock in it. The rock in the corner of the wall has three imprints said to be devil's footprints. One looks like a cloven hoof, the other two look like human. So what do you think? Have you ever seen rock footprints around New England? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at contact at lfhne.com. Head over to our website at lfhne.com for pictures and links. If you like our podcast, we would love for you to share it with friends and send us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. If you don't think we deserve five stars, then PM us and let us know what we can do better. But be kind. We are kids. See you next week. And remember, history is fun and sometimes a little spooky.